Hey everyone, welcome to the Warrior Podcast of Oz. Today I have an interview with Susan Morse, who provided the singing for Dorothy in the 1964 cartoon, Return to Oz. Hi, Jared. It's so nice to meet you. (laughs) It's very nice to talk to you. I know. Boy. Goodness gracious. I love this. (laughs) And thank you for for putting, putting up the... The um, the cartoon, the trailer. What a wonderful trailer! Oh man, you have no idea. It was amazing. I never thought I would hear that music again. Uh, but thanks to you, we we did. Uh-huh. So, where are you calling from? Where do you? Where are you? I live in Missouri. <laughs> in Missouri, and yep. what's the weather like in Missouri in this winter? It's kind of cold, but not snowing oh well that's good huh. well i live in uh in kind of a, a, a beautiful uh southern california and it's not that beautiful today but it's not as cold as missouri <laughs> so i have no complaints <laughs> so why we contact you is because you'd actually contact me and let me know you'd actually done the scene for dorothy in the 1964 cartoon return to oz that's correct. Which I was very surprised to hear that. I mean, I know. <laughs> yeah. Probably, I mean, because nobody really knew. They yeah. actually put me down as a munchkin, but um, I wasn't a munchkin. Hmm. Um, so I suppose you want to hear the story about how that came to be? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I think you're on my Facebook page, so you probably saw my album, Little Diva. And when I was little, um, I, I still sing, but when I started when I was a little girl. And when I was like 10 years old, um, I did The Sound of Music, and we toured. And then when we came home, when I got too tall to play the Von Trapp, uh, Brigitte Von Trapp, um, I think I was like 12. Yeah, I was 12. And I was home from the road of The Sound of Music. And I went up for auditions, like all these little showbiz kids, you know, in New York. And I had an agent, I had a manager, and uh, my manager called, and she said, oh, uh, you have an audition, and it's for a cartoon, and they hired uh, uh, a little girl to play Dorothy, but she doesn't sing. So we need to get somebody who, they need to get somebody who can sing, and who's a, you know, like a really good singer. And they try to, like, kind of match the singing to the speaking, you know, it's close. But they really need somebody with really good musicality, you know. And they wanted somebody young. They didn't want an adult. They, they wanted somebody who was really young. So, you know, I just you like, go to all these auditions and, you know, you just keep trying. You keep going to auditions. And sometimes, you know, you get them. Sometimes you don't. And so I just went. My mom and I, my mom took me. I lived in Queens. Uh, which is a suburb of Manhattan, and it took us like about an hour and a half to get there. And I walk in, and, and I think they had been looking for a couple of days, and they weren't coming up with like the right person. And so they gave me the music, and I had had by that time a lot of experience um, singing professionally, even though I was only 12. I had already been like on the Perry Como show, which was uh, a famous TV show uh, back like in the late 50s. And I had also sung and danced with Mickey Rooney. You may know Mickey Rooney. He did, like, a lot of these movies with Judy Garland. Yeah. But um, 
but he was an adult, and I did a uh, singing thing with him on TV. And so I pretty pretty much, and then, of course, The Sound of Music took a lot of musicality for young people because you had to be able to harmonize. You had to be able to sing in tune. You had to be able to, to sing really good. And, um, and I had, used to go for a lot of training, music lessons and piano lessons and voice lessons and dance lessons and acting lessons and everything. And um, so anyway, I went to the audition, and uh, I guess I must have nailed it because the guy said to me, oh, you're exactly what I've been looking for. You're hired. It was like, all right, you know, it was cool. So um, I remember they gave me the music, and I'm, try- I'm trying to remember. I think they gave me the music to take home so I can kind of practice maybe on my own, and then I went into the recording studio and I practiced with the composer, or the composers. There were a few, two different composers, actually three. I had actually, as an adult, worked with a man named George Wilkins, who did the original, or who did the additional music to it. Um, so anyway, I remember just going in the studio and uh, singing live with the orchestra on um, on Moonbeam. That one I definitely remember singing. But I think I'm not sure if they recorded me live with the with the orchestra because then when I did the Munchkin thing, the Munchkin tune, where Munchkins naturally, we. Uh, it was pre-recorded because the Munchkin voices were on there. I did not do any of the Munchkin voices as they had me in the TV guide. I had no, I was not a Munchkin. I looked like a Munchkin, but I wasn't a Munchkin. And um, so I remember going in the studio with a big orchestra. It was really great. Everybody was really, really nice. And it was fun. And I did it. And I think we did it all in one day, in a few hours. And I was all excited. You know, I really couldn't wait to see it on TV. Because in those days, you didn't have, like, TiVo, you didn't have videos. And the only time I ever saw that show, believe it or not, Jared, was in 19... What what year was this? 1964. 1964. And that was the only time. And I sat in front of my TV, me and my mom, and we watched... Return to Oz on TV, and that was the first and the last time I'd, I'd ever seen or heard it, until I went on YouTube and I saw your trailer. So, that's it. All right. Wow. Yeah. So, um, wow, that's really impressive. I, I, I also answered a few questions. I was planning to ask you, like, you know, uh, did you get to work with any of the voice actors? And turns out, no, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't meet any of those people. And, you know, now that I look at the credits and I read who the actors are, I'm amazed. Um, uh, Alfie, what is his name? Alfie Silas? Alfie Scott, I think, something like that. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't have his name. It's a he, right? Yeah. What part did he play? Was he the the witch? I I think he was the scarecrow. The scarecrow. But he did a lot, a lot of those actors, they did... A lot of those animation uh, uh, shows, and I think they use pretty much a lot of the same people. Uh, they are Rankin and Bass, Jules Bass and Arthur Rankin, because uh, I went on um, Google. I googled a lot of the people, uh, especially him. I think it was him, 
And boy, he was really, really famous. He did a lot of animation, cartoon, you know, voice. He was really, really famous as a voice actor. It was amazing. Yeah, but I never met any of these people. The only people I ever met were the uh, composers. I'm not even sure I met the producers. I may have. But, oh my gosh, it's so long ago. But I definitely met the composers. And they were just really, really nice to work with. Okay, and uh, well, uh, well, it did. So, you, did you say the TV Guide actually had you listed as Rob as a Munchkin? Yeah, I have a trunk full of memorabilia and stuff, <laughs> and I, I think I do have the TV Guide that has me listed as the Munchkin. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mentioned this on a message board when you contacted me first, and. Uh, a couple people who'd been, you know, who'd pretty much been researching on us for a long time were like, are you sure? And I'm no. like, well, not really, because, you know, there's all sorts of weird people out there. And then when you right. send me that music, I'm like, it's her. She's telling the truth. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, there's no doubt. It was there. amazing. I mean, so, you know, even like when I played, I put the uh, the trailer on, on Facebook, you know, and say, well, that's me. It's me, you know. People are going, your name is Susan Conway? I'm going, no, 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 Susan Conway was the voice actor. She was a little girl they hired to play it, but she didn't sing. And a lot of times, you know, like in movies and stuff, um, I don't know if you know, like in some of the movies, the musical movies, I mean, not today, but in those days, uh, like West Side Story, uh, Natalie Wood didn't do her singing in the West Side Story. They used a singer. Did you know that? Uh, I, I was not aware of that. I only saw that movie really? once when I was pretty Oh, okay. Young. There are a lot of movie musicals that they'd hire, like, famous actors, but they didn't sing. So they'd get a studio singer to come in. And um, and I've done a lot of that kind of work, even as an adult. I've come in and done music uh, for, you know, I do studio work, which involves really anything they need you to do. And... Um, and a lot of times they'll they'll ask you to to you know to sing something or you'll think that it's the actor like I was in the uh, the movie the Buddy Holly story and there's a scene where uh, Sam Cooke who was a famous singer was at the Apollo and there are three African American singers behind him well guess what those were not the girls singing it was me and two other girls I'm not African American it doesn't matter but um, but that was that's you know, that's just, I'm trying to bring up a point. A lot of times people, they'll just hire other people to do the music, but you think that it's coming from the actor that you're seeing. Yeah. Or hearing. Yeah. In my case, hearing. Yeah. yeah. I remember hearing about it that it was actually done on Disney's Pocahontas when that movie came out. Oh, okay. So. Mm-hmm. It's still done sometimes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But it really was, I mean... I just think a lot of the things they do nowadays, they, I mean, people are so amazingly talented that I think it wouldn't be that hard to find somebody who could, you know, be a really great actor and a singer and a dancer. And, uh, you know, people just are really multitasking a lot now. You know, they do everything. It's amazing. Are we familiar with us at all? You know, like, Ted, you've seen the MGM movie for... Oh, I've seen the MGM movie, yeah. You mean, yeah. You mean The Wizard of Oz with Judy, Go- with Judy yeah. Garland? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, Absolutely. 
So were you pretty excited to do what could be kind of viewed as a semi-sequel to that? Uh, well, it was exciting because, you know, I love, I mean, who doesn't love The Wizard of Oz, you know? Oh, and by the way, if you don't already know, I'm sure you do, that really was Judy Garland doing her own singing. <laughs> <laughs> that really was her, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, well, I'm almost sure, but I'm pretty sure. But, um, yeah, of course it was exciting. I mean, I love The Wizard of Oz, and um, it's a great story. And, oh, this is what I loved when I saw the cartoon. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to look at some of the things that I've been doing lately on Facebook, but other than singing, um, I, I love dogs, and I have a show dog. Did you see my dog? Did you see a picture of my dog? I have two dogs, actually. I have a Scotty, a Scottish Terrier, and I have a Karen Terrier. Of course, the Karen Terrier is like Toto in the movie, but in the cartoon, it's not a Karen, it's a Scotty. <laughs> And so that's my, my show dog. If you go on some of my photos, you'll see my Scotty, except the one in Return to Oz is gray. But it's definitely not a Karen, a Karen Terrier. I, had, I didn't remember that at all. But <clears throat> when, I, when, I, you know, when I saw your trailer and I went, oh, my God, Toto's a Scotty. I'm, I'm, like, really into Scottish Terriers. And, again, I have a show dog, and I show him all the time, and, I'm really into that breed of dogs and didn't even realize that Return to Oz had the Scotty as Toto. Yeah. So that was kind of neat, you know? Um, and uh, then later, about 21 years after your Return to Oz, there was another movie by Disney called Return to Oz. Which yeah. It's kind of which weird. I had never seen, but I do know the composer. I did actually a musical, a show... Uh, uh, you're talking about the music by David Shire? Yeah. 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 Um, I know David. I did a show with him when I was 16 called How Do You Do I Love You? And believe it or not, it was a, it, it was a, a musical about matching people to a computer. And that was way, 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 way before we had our, you know, these computers. And that was the title of the show, How Do You Do I Love You? So I am familiar. I know David. I'm a big fan of his music. And I guess I've never seen that particular version, so I think I should probably see it. Now, uh, you managed to get the DVD of Return to Oz, so... Your Return to Oz, that is. Yeah, because, you know, again, I had no idea. You know, the only, the only time I ever saw it was in 1964... I, you know, I actually tried to get in touch with the producers to see if there was a copy because I used to have a little record, a little 45, a small record uh, of Moonbeam. And I don't know, it disappeared, I moved, and then the record, like, disappeared, and then that was it. I never, I never saw it again, so I tried to get in touch with the producers, and... Uh, I never heard from them, and so one night, you know, like two months ago, I'm just kind of doodling around on the on the computer, and I just went, you know, to, I just Googled Return to Oz, and then I went to YouTube, and I saw all the different versions of it, but then when I saw your trailer, I thought, hmm, nah, it's probably not it, I'll never hear it again, and let me tell you, Jared, when I... When I press the button, 
And I heard myself start to sing. It was... <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I just played it a hundred times that night and um, posted on Facebook. And I... It was so exciting for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you for, for doing that. It, you, it, it was just such a great gift. I really appreciate that you love that show so much, and you were there, and you did it, and you put, you put that on there. Because it, it, was, um, it was like getting a, an amazing gift. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, when you finally got the DVD, did you actually watch it with anybody? or did this... Oh, yeah, my husband and I. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we watched it. And I ordered a bunch of them. I ordered one from Amazon.com, and then I ordered them from the cheaper ones. You know, I wanted to send when my mom lives in Florida. And she, she remembered everything about, you know, taking me to the audition, and she was all excited. And uh-huh. so I had to get a copy for her. I think I wound up getting like three or four copies of it. I wanted to make sure I had a couple of them in case something happened to one of them and I couldn't get them again. So I kind of stored them up so I have a couple of copies right now of it. Yeah, you actually had a pretty long career and you, I saw on your Facebook you've been in some musicals and I know there's a lot of Oz fans out there who also love musicals. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not so big on them. I enjoy seeing them myself, but, but I'm... I think they'd enjoy hearing you talk about some of the musicals you've been in. Oh, I'd love to talk about the musicals. I actually grew up in musical theater, even though I did like TV and stuff. That was my my heart. Is is like when I go into a theater, like a Broadway theater, I feel transported into another world. <laughs> because as a kid, I did you know The Sound of Music and I did other musicals. And okay, so this is so later on. Uh, when I was, well, I told you about the David Shire musical, right? Uh, yeah. How Do You Do, I Love You, I was 16. And then I auditioned for this show that I didn't really know much about, and uh, it turned out to be a very, very big hit Broadway musical, which I just went to the opening night two nights ago at the Pantages Theater in Hollywood, and it's called Hair. Well, it was a very important musical in the 60s um, about, you know, young people in the 60s and not wanting to go into the war and uh, get drafted and about peace and love and the whole hippie movement. And uh, when I had auditioned for that um, several times and just missed being in the original cast on Broadway. And at the very last minute, I didn't get it. And so I was like obsessed. So I kept auditioning, and then when they did the L.A. company, I auditioned for it in New York, and they flew me out. I got the gig. And so I did hair. And then I did that for about a year. Then I went to Broadway and did it on Broadway. And then I did uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Do you know that that show? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I played Mary Magdalene in Superstar. You can see these pictures, by the way, on my um, Facebook. I have albums. And then right after Superstar, I did Godspell. And then after Godspell, I did a musical that I didn't know anything about. Nobody knew anything. We started rehearsals, and we thought it was just weird, wonderfully weird. And that turned out to be the Rocky Horror Show. I was in the original Roxy cast 
in Los Angeles with Tim Curry. And again, you can see photos. And we just had another reunion about two or three months ago. And you can see, uh, yeah, it's a great show. It's kind of a campy show, like a Frankenstein kind of thing. And it, it's just great, great fun. And it became a huge cult hit. And, um, and I was part of the original when the producers brought it um, from England to America. So I got to be in the Rocky Horror Show. And then, um, I, you know, I lived in L.A. And my career kind of, I did started doing studio work and I started singing in different movies and uh, doing some TV and uh, just kind of went, I went a different direction. Even though theater is my love, I have not worked in theater in many, many years. But I, it's still my heart. And going to this opening the other night at the Pantages Theater was absolutely amazing. Uh. So, and now uh, I still I sing with a have an acapella group, which is uh, we're just voices. We have our voices are the instruments, and we're called Jazzapella. And you can see that one too on my on my Facebook. And we do like a lot of private parties. We have sung for Rod Stewart and just different parties and all over L.A., you know, and especially at Christmas, too. We do a special kind of Christmas program, and it's four-part harmony, and we're, it's just voices harmonizing. And I also have a love for dogs, as I mentioned before, yeah. and I've got my show dog, McCartney, and I go to a lot of dog shows, and he became like one of the top Scotties in America um, back two years ago. He's number five. And I do it all myself. I train him and I groom him and I sometimes go on the road with him. We go to shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's my life. <laughs> uh, that's, really, that's really nice. Uh, well, <laughs> wow. Well, it's been amazing talking with you here. It's so much fun. I mean, you know. Put a, put a performer and ask a performer questions, and they'll just they'll keep going on about themselves. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean the craziest thing was was that up until like I guess last month, I didn't even know that. Uh, I mean, it's like when the on the opening times of Return to Oz, which I watched quite a few times. In fact, I we watched it before I did this interview to uh, just make sure it was clear in my head. Uh-huh. I, uh, uh, you know, you know, I, you know, uh, Susan Conway's name and everything, and then, mm-hmm. you know, have you after, ever spoken to her? Have you ever talked to Susan Conway? Uh, no, I haven't. I, I, you know, uh, you contacted me, which was how I was able to get in contact with you and get her, but. Right. You know. There is uh, a guy named Rick. I'm looking him up now. Rick Goldschmidt, I think his last name is. I'm looking him up. I don't want to make a mistake on his name. I feel bad. I think that's who it is. If you're t- that's who we're talking about, I've heard about him. Yeah, yeah he... he has. He um, has a um, uh, uh, Jules Bass and Arthur Rankin blog and a website. Have you gone to it? I've seen it a couple times because. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, that was Return to Oz was like the only uh, Oz. A uh, long 
piece cartoon they did. But they did another one that was based on another one of Elephant Bomb's books later. And so when I was looking up some information on that one, that uh, his blog came up. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, and you know what? I forgot to tell you that right before I went on to look at Return to Oz, I'll tell you what even made me do it. That my <laughs> this is so silly. I was just writing out Christmas cards, and I and on TV was the Bass Rankin uh, animated feature, uh, Frosty the Snowman, or or Rudolph the Rudolph. I forget. They did both of them. Yeah. And I thought, oh, gee, I wonder, wonder if I'll ever hear that music again. I wonder if they're on the internet. It's been so many years since I've tried. And so then when I was finished writing my cards, that's when I went in my, my office, went on the computer and thought, hmm, I think I'll just I'll Google Return to Oz and see if there's anything out there. And so it was because I had seen the animated feature that night. I'm trying to remember if it was Fosty or, or uh, Rudolph, one, one of the two of them. Yeah. Have you seen those? Uh... Yeah, but way back, I haven't really, uh, yeah. you know, lots of people watch them over and over. I really don't. So your thing is Oz, right? Anything Oz. Well, Oz, and I'm also into other older things. It's like, I, this year, I, last year, I, last Christmas, I actually watched the original Miracle on 34th Street the first time, but it was also the first time I'd seen any version of it. I'm going to tell you something about the Miracle on 34th Street. It was a Broadway musical. Uh, when I was a little girl, which I auditioned for, I didn't get it, uh, and it was called Here's, Here's Love. And you could probably, I'm on the computer right now, you could probably, have you ever heard that? I guess you didn't even know that, right? Well, um, after I was done watching the movie, I looked up on Wikipedia, and yep, there it was. <laughs> oh, so you know about Here's Love. Okay. All right, um, and you can find. I, I guess. I guess you could get the music somewhere. I don't know. I don't know if they have it out on CD now, but it was based on um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you played uh, the little girl there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't get the part. I mean, I. I think actually when they were casting, maybe I was too old already to play that part. I forget what year they did it. Here's Love, I'm looking. But I just remember I knew the show when I got the sound, the um, the original Broadway album. Oh, no, no, here it was, 1963. So it was the same year that I did. Yeah, I was too old for that part already at 12 years old. She's younger than that, I think. A little girl in that in that thing, but um, that's it. What did you think of the movie of that? Ah, uh, well, I really enjoyed it. It was, I mean, there's something about old movies that even if some parts they do look kind of cheesy, you 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 go with it. Yeah. Last summer, actually, I was actually able to travel down to an Oz convention in California there, and I actually passed through Los Angeles. So. Really? Where? Yeah. Do you remember where you went? Where, where it was? Uh, it's in Pacific Grove, California. It's ne- down by Monterey. Oh, it's in Northern California. Yeah. 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 I live in Southern. I live in Los Angeles. Yeah. But Monterey is in Northern, like near San Francisco. Not too, I mean, it's Northern California. Uh-huh. How fun! So how was that? Oh, it was a blast. 
Oh my goodness. And um, uh, they had this game that on the first night they had to kind of introduce people to each other called People Bingo. And uh-huh. one of the questions on there was uh, meet someone uh, uh, was like get the signature of someone who was uh, uh, saw the 1964 film We Turned Oz. <gasps> You're kidding! Oh, oh my god! That's and, amazing. Uh, you know, I so I just looked over and saw the guy who I met on the way uh, into there and I'm like I have you seen this one he's like yeah I watched on the first night there on the the night it aired back in 1964 I'm like oh wow oh my god so let me ask you how did you how did you discover it was it then that you didn't know you knew about it from before well uh well it well, Wonkin' Boss's a lot of stuff, it's kind of been rare, so uh, we were surprised when we heard that it had gotten released on DVD, so almost as soon as I'd heard that, I snatched it up because I, since I'm into Oz, I collect all sorts of different Oz movies. Mm-hmm. I, tend not to get, I try not to get uh, too many of one version, though. Right, I mean, there's been, there's been a lot, you know? Yeah. But it's... I mean, Return to Oz was such a rarity. I mean, you know, this one, this kind of was a little obsolete, don't you think? <laughs> it was, but I'm very glad that they decided to put it on DVD. Good what? Oh, my God. I'm just, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still in awe that, that I found it, you know, but just, yeah. you know, there's there's like a TV show I did when I was a kid, and I've been looking for that forever, and I think that it, ha- it it got destroyed. I can't find it anywhere, and I've I've tried so many sources. Uh, there's a couple of shows I did as a kid that I can't find anywhere. I went to the Museum of Television and Radio. I Googled it. I spent hours and hours at a particular show. I have found the episodes every single week in that month and year except the one, the one that I was in. So I have a feeling that it might have been destroyed, maybe, and just not around, you know? Got lost forever, unfortunately. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you never know. Sometimes things come up, and you you get surprised there. I know. I know. Boy, you really surprised me. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, I... I hardly, I mean, I don't really, I've never written to anyone on YouTube before. You know, I go on there to watch movies, but, so I had a little bit of a hard time, you know, try, trying to find you, but I'm so glad that um, that you were able to get my message and that we were able to communicate. And and uh, and here we are. This yeah. Great. yeah. And do you know what? By doing this podcast, we're, uh, we're probably going to be able to at least get Wikipedia fixed and say, hey, this girl, this lady was the singing voice of Dorothy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll believe you. <laughs> well, now we're going. Well, now we're going to have uh, actual document of it in the form of this podcast. So right, that'll be great. Boy, it'd be fun if you can get in touch with Susan Conway. Oh, this is what I wanted to tell you. I think I know uh, if you go on Rick Goldschmidt's um, uh, blog, he did an interview with her. So if you got in touch with him, he probably would know where you can get in touch with her. She's from Canada. I don't know where. Huh. But if you Google her, you may be able to find a contact on her, on Susan Conway, because that would be fun. She was wonderful. She really was a wonderful Dorothy. 
Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. See, yeah. Des didn't sing that song. Yeah, she just didn't sing. Thank you. I'm really glad she didn't, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. So, well. Um, so, we've already been talking for about half an hour here, so I uh, might well go and hang this uh, close up here. It's been a real joy talking to you here. <laughs> oh, my, my pleasure. And uh, I'm just so glad that, you know, that you appreciate this this show and that you've done all this work. And, uh, again, I, I keep thanking you just because I really thought that that was one of the lost the lost treasures of my life, and you you found it, and I really appreciate it. Well, it's so nice talking with you, and um, I, I hope to stay in touch with you, you know, via Facebook, or uh, let me know what you're up to and the things that you discover, and if you get to interview anybody else from the movie, um, you know, I'd love to know about it. Yeah. And could you let me know how I can get on your blog? Is it through YouTube or uh, the this podcast? Uh, it's yeah. it's an audio thing, so uh, it is on my blog, but okay. it's also on a separate podcast site. So uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I'll make sure that you know. Mhm. Well, just keep in touch, right. and um, and again, um, my my appreciation and thanks, and um, I look forward. To just staying in touch, all right? Right. All right, Jared. You take care. All right. Have a, have a good day, ma'am. Thank you. You have a good day too. Bye bye. Bye.